locker room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We're back. Let's go to Jim Marchand. We're going to get Rudy up here in a second. Let's go to Jim Marchand down in Florida at the Florida Election uh, Integrity Summit. So, Jim, uh, I was just talking to Rudy about the importance of these secretaries of state. Talk to me about these summits. What are these summits doing? They're bringing together Karamo. You're bringing together Fincham. You got all the people at the top of the tickets on these uh, secretary of states. What's the importance of these summits, sir? Uh, very important. We started these uh, December 1st and 21, and we've done probably a dozen or so around the country. And the reason we're doing them is to educate people on what happened in 2020 and then provide solutions and what we can do and what they can do to help with the upcoming elections, whether it's 22 or 24. And, you know, our goal is to uh, educate people to know that what we're doing is providing or trying to provide a fair and transparent election. And that's the purpose of our coalition. Uh, that's why we formed it. That's why I started running for Secretary of State in February of, of 21. And the goal is to get America first, like-minded, uh, conservative MAGA candidates in office and the secretaries of state around the country. And when we do that, we then can guarantee the people of the country and each one of our states that they will have a fair and transparent election because that's the goal. Right now, we don't know what's going on. Our system is so complicated, and we've got to get back to the basics, and that's exactly what we're doing. I'm doing that in Nevada. We're about to roll out our new election system uh, in Nevada, and we can export that all over the country. So that's what these uh, summits are about, to educate people and you know, get people together and make sure that they get out and do what they can do during the election process. Right now, as you see it, we're, what, 59 days away, and everybody's concerned about uh, the ability to – we are very confident we're going to win. We're very confident we're going to turn out people to win, but people are very confident. Are, are we going to close? Because we won in 2020, but we didn't close the deal. If you don't close the deal, it's meaningless, right? In 16, we won and we closed. It's, exactly. It's a big difference. Are, are we going – as you see it right now, if people volunteer to be election judges, to be election officials, all this, are we going to close the, the deal? I sure hope so, and it looks that way to me. A lot of people are excited. People are just begging. What can I do? Uh, you know, uh, sign up to be election workers, uh, poll watchers, and vote counting watchers. So that's what the people are doing. And there, I, I get uh, requests from people all the time. How can I get involved? And that's what we tell them. You know, go to the registrar, the clerks, and you know, sign up to be poll watchers, election watchers, and uh, make sure that they're doing what they are supposed to do and following the law. So that's the uh, that's that's what we can do, and and it's imperative on all of us America First uh, supporters to get out and vote in 22, because that's another way that we can win is if we overwhelm the system, much like we did in Virginia uh, in last November. If we overwhelm the system with everybody getting out and voting, you know, at like 80, 90 percent, it overcomes whatever no. they put you into the system to, to manipulate it. We have to outvote the fraud. We have to outvote the money. But we also got everybody's got a volunteer. Look, exactly. Remember, just like just like friend uh, Flynn told you in the precinct strategy, 
be warned. They're not going to welcome you with open arms. That's why you know you're necessary, whether you go into the precinct <laughs> strategy or whether you're going to this uh, to be an election official. Real quickly, Jim, your race, um, the, the polls that come out in the Senate and the, and the governor are, are kind of tied maybe a few points behind, but they're closing. But you're up. Why are you up in these races, sir? Because you have no money. How is Jim Marchant? Why are independents right, and uh, Democrats sitting there going saying, hey, I kind of like what Marchant's talking about? I think they like our message, and I haven't moderated from the primary. And, you know, typically, I guess the conventional wisdom is once you get by the primary, you start moderating and go towards the middle. Well, uh, the people I'm talking to, they want to hear how are we going to fix our election system? How are we going to guarantee that we're going to have a fair and transparent election in 22? And we've been working since November 4th of 2020 trying to figure out how to do that. And we've got a lot of ways that, that we're putting in the system to, and all we have to do is influence it a little bit. And we win. And we negate whatever ability they have to manipulate the system. And that's what we've got to do. And we're working really hard. That's, you know, the summits are, are part of that. And then we've got all of our coalition candidates that you know of, Fincham, Caramo, Audrey Trujillo in New Mexico, Chuck Gray in Wyoming, uh, Diego in Indiana. Uh, all of these are great patriots, and, and we've got to get them elected. And that's what, you know, you were talking with Rudy. The importance of the Secretary of State race, in my opinion, are the most important elections in our country. I know Senator and Congress uh, races are important, but if we don't, Guarantee if we don't get our candidates in office and guarantee that we have a fair and transparent election, they don't get elected uh, in 24. So it's imperative that not only the people support us, but the donor class, too. That's one of the problems that we've been having is, oh, we don't want to donate to state races. Well, this is the most important election in the country right now, and we need help. How do people go to both the coalition and how do they go find out about your race in Nevada? Right. Uh, my uh, website is jimmarchant.com, J-I-M-M-A-R-C-H-A-N-T. And by all means, you know, help out there, volunteer, donate, of course. And then the coalition website is sos4america.com. So it's sos4america.com. And help us out as much as you can. We are behind the eight ball because the money is definitely behind our opponents. And uh, and we don't need all the money that they're going to spend. They're going to spend millions and millions of dollars. We don't need that because we're uh, Republicans and typically businessmen, and we know how to spend money wisely. Jim, you're fighting a good fight. And I got to tell you, I'm so proud of what you guys are doing. One more time, also for these, for people out there in the audience that want to find out more about these summits and actually work, because what we need now is everybody in the audience has got to volunteer for something. You don't need to write a check. If you get in, right. if you get enthused about Marshawn and these guys, that's an independent decision you make. But everybody can work. We need everybody to work, okay? Right. Whether you're a precinct strategy, whether you're an election official, whether you're a judge, whether you're canvassing or anything like that, you need to do it. So where do they go to? What do they go to get... Uh, more information about your summits and actually the training? Uh, just our website, the SOS for America, and uh, go there because it has all the information about our uh, summits and training. And, and there are local websites, too, that you can get involved with your local parties. 
and uh, they can direct you where to go in your local community to the registrar or clerk. So definitely go there. And uh, but yeah, so and, and God bless you too, Steve. We sure appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you're leading us, and uh, we're we're praying for you. Well, no, I got uh, pray for our enemies. That's who needs the prayers. Okay. Pray for them. Somebody says that they would <laughs> change right. their minds. You're not going to change these enemies' minds. No, no. Pray for them. No, pray for them after the defeated and they're on the abyss looking down to that bottomless pit in hell that, you know, pray for them that they don't <laughs> go to the ninth circle. Okay. I just want to be blunt. Jim Marchant, we love you, brother. I You're agree. fighting a good fight. <laughs> make sure, make sure you, uh, love the, you too, the Steve. Florida election temporary. Thank you, sir. Jim Marchant. I want to go back to Rudy. Uh, Rudy, um, these election, these secretary of states that people missed, but they missed, you know, Soros is cunning, like, you know, being satanic, like he is, he's cunning, like a snake, right? He understood, oh, by the way, this is, we're, it, it, hold on, it would not be, and all the people say, oh, this is an anti-Semitic dog was no, 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 no. He is, he's rejected his Judaism. He doesn't believe in the Judeo-Christian West. He doesn't believe in any of the tenets of that. He's been very open about that, right? He's one of these secularists, globalist that are atheistic they hate god they hate all but and but he went to da's and he went to secretaries of state that's where he put his money 10 15 20 years ago he understood that to get chaos is you want to have unlimited you know, un, unrestricted crime and you want to have these woke da's in in new york city in chicago and philadelphia and san francisco and la and other places st louis that have society collapse that way have the working class, particularly African-American and minorities, be crushed, have their families crushed, and at the same time, rig all the elections. Let me repeat. If Democrats can't cheat, they can't win, okay? If Democrats can't cheat, they can't win. And Rudy, you know this from having to fight big machine Democrats in New York City. Once again, how important is this to defeat these Soros secretaries of state, sir? A critical. I mean, they, they are at the core of the scheme the Democrats had last time, probably had it in 16 too. It just didn't, they just didn't use it as aggressively. And they didn't have the benefit of all of the paper ballots in 16. But the paper ballots were like a field day for them because they could produce thousands and thousands of phony paper ballots, uh, not allow Republicans to ever inspect them. And the secretaries of state would support those rules, even though they have no authority to do that. I mean, we've had secretaries of state who have destroyed records in violation of federal law and nothing's been done about it. In Michigan, I believe that's the case. So, I mean, these people are integral parts of the cheating machine, and it happens mostly in the corrupt cities and states. I mean, think about it, Steve. This was pretty well concentrated in cities that are known for 50 years of corruption. Philadelphia that we were talking about before, right? Detroit. Atlanta. I mean, every other mayor of Atlanta goes to jail. Uh, they, they didn't do this in semi-legitimate places. They did it where they owned the judiciary, where they owned the sheriff. The sheriff in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia wouldn't enforce an order that uh, Lewandowski and, and Pam Bondi had to look at the ballots. Yep. He wouldn't yep. enforce it. No, because they, they, they knew they they knew they didn't have the signature verification. They already ripped up the, the envelopes and thrown, and thrown it away illegally. It's a crime. The authority comes crime. from the Secretary of State. It's a crime. They stole it in Philadelphia, State, and they knew you're it. You're going to have an honest election. 
Rudy, hang on for one second. I, I know that I'm, I'm encroaching upon your your personal time, but I'm going to encroach upon your personal time. Just hang on for <laughs> a second because I want your ex, I want your expertise on a couple areas. One, I want to bring in. I got Ben Harnwell. Ben, uh, go ahead and make our announcement. What we're doing? We're launching an entire. It's what we call it a pop up uh, broadcast or a pop up podcast. We'll go for a limited amount of time. This is about this monumental election that's going to happen in late September. What's it? The 25th, correct? Is September 25th. in Italy? Uh, Maloney, uh, talk to us about what we're going to do uh, with War Room, sir. Well, we're going to be having a daily um, podcast, a daily transmission here, live from Rome. It will be in Italian, um, apart from when you're going to be on it, when we'll be doing it in English. And we'll just be going over the day's events, uh, the key principal stories. So it, um, really, it's, it's for Italians, just to give, it, to give the, the Bananites perspective on news here in italy to italians in the run-up to the election and no we want to we want to provide it was like it was like breitbart london uh for brexit and for the ukip party there's no there's no real apparatus there they've got a now a new website a newspaper that's getting towards there which i think is fantastic and we'll be calling in reporters from that and other guests you're going to have some of the top guests every day. We're going to do it in Italian as a platform to make sure that the news gets out there, that the word really gets out there. So I'm incredibly excited about it. Uh, I tell you what, Ben, hang on for a second. I, and Rudy, hang on for one second. I got Blake Masters. I know he's uh, under a lot of time pressure. Blake joins us from uh, Washington. He's been at a conference speaking. Blake, uh, huge uh, article this morning we put up overnight uh, the race in Arizona is a dead heat with you and Mark Kelly. And I think Mark Kelly spent $20 million already of negative TV ads saying Blake Masters is uh, a radical. Blake Masters is outside the mainstream. The more money he spends on ads, brother, that has his picture in it, people in Arizona get turned off. How did you draw to a dead heat with basically a bootstrap operation, sir? Well, we got the right message, Steve. And the message is the Democrats in charge have failed. Biden's agenda has failed. And actually, there's no one in the whole country who's done more to help Joe Biden implement his demented policies than Mark Kelly. So, yeah, Mark Kelly, he's got this uh, war chest. There's a David and Goliath type element to the funding here in this race. Um, and I'm definitely the underdog. But like you said, they've actually spent 60 million bucks propping up Mark Kelly and attacking me. And the more they advertise, I think maybe they're doing me a favor. The more they're raising my own name ID, then people check me out and they see the clear contrast, right? I'm going to deliver safe streets and secure borders. Mark Kelly, he's going to make America look more like Venezuela or El Salvador. People don't want that. And so yeah, I'd like some air cover. You know, I didn't anticipate having so, uh, so little air cover from D.C. You know, maybe D.C. doesn't know quite what to make of me yet. But it's a two-point race, basically tied. And I think D.C. will come soon to see that Arizona is both winnable and it's just crucial. I think it's vote number 51. Um, so we'll just keep working hard, and I'm going to catch and pass and beat Mark Kelly. Blake, what's amazing is that Mark Kelly and, and Biden gets more and more radical. Now he's got these emergency spending bills. Has Mark Kelly – and he runs, he's running as a moderate Republican. That's what's so amazing. If you, if you, if you didn't know it, you would think he was a, running still in a Republican primary or as a Republican nominee. Is, but is he, is he gone against – Biden on any of these radical policies of Biden has Mark Kelly even it's not even the votes has he even been a voice to say that these are wrong or try to get in their fight or has he just gone and been a wingman for all of Biden he's Biden's wingman 
He's Biden's sidekick. He's Biden's most Biden's most loyal lieutenant in the Senate. Uh, he never speaks out against Biden. He never votes uh, independent of Biden. And, you know, that just makes Mark Kelly a bald faced liar. That's what he is. He promised to the people of Arizona that he would be independent. He promised he would be more like cinema. And actually, no, he's just voting in lockstep for Joe Biden's failed agenda. And his campaign strategy is like Biden, too. He hides in a basement. He doesn't actually talk to voters. He doesn't talk to the press. He doesn't do grassroots. Uh, he just hopes that he can use all that money that he has to lie. They lie about me. They lie about his record. Uh, but people are paying attention. People know in their bones something is, is badly wrong right now. Uh, it's Joe Biden's fault. And when they connect Mark Kelly with his voting record instead of his lies on TV, they're just, they just want to throw him out. And that's what's going to happen in November. This is a dead heat. Blake, how do people find out more about you and the campaign, sir? Thank you, Steve. Very simple. Just go to blakemasters.com. Blake, thank you very much for joining us. An amazing race. You've tied it with uh, virtually no money. Okay, let's go back to, uh, is, I still have Ben Harnwell. Let's go back to Ben Harnwell for a second. Uh, ben, real quickly, once again, it's going to be daily. It's an Italian. It's to give a platform to the uh, brothers of Italy, Maloney, Salvini, the Northern Alliance, all the people that get shut out all the time of the mainstream media, all they're doing is terrible stories. You're going to provide at least a, a ability to uh, to weigh and measure. You're also going to have, you know, the Marxists on there, the communists on there, all the other Italian politics is a is a rich mix of interesting personalities and perspectives. What else can people anticipate from your new show? Well, Steve, I mean, really, our, our point of starting will be um, the insight that you've had and you've been saying it in the media really for as long as I've known you, which is that Italy is the laboratory for the development now of, of economic nationalism and populist nationalism. This is, I mean, you identified that those trends in, in Italy years before anyone else. And that's why you, you said quite correctly, you prophesied that, that the, the league, that the nationalist league would go into coalition with the populist five-star movement when everyone in Italy, including myself included, said, Steve, that's just ridiculous. It's never going to happen. It did happen. And you were exactly right on, on explaining what those, what those trends were. We're going to be starting from those, from that analysis and those insights. Rome is, of course, uh, one of the key cities in Western civilization, the cradle of Western civilization, largely due to the presence here also of, of the, the Roman Catholic church um so what happens in italy has not got it might not be the largest economy in europe it's not germany um but what happens for cultural reasons here yes. in italy will have reverberations across the european union and, and via the european union and the rest of the world and, and maloney we've been with her for years she is the thatcher of of italy it's called bannon's war room rome it's going to launch on monday um Hang right with me for a second, but I want to bring in Rudy. Rudy, I got two things to, to hit with you. One is Italy. You know Italian politics is, be, is better as well as anybody. You spend so much time over there. You're beloved there. Uh, the rise of the right, uh, Salvini and the alliance, but particularly the brothers of Italy, and uh, they're surging right now with Maloney. How important is this for Europe? And quite frankly, how important is it for America and the world? Italy never got. Okay. Excuse me, Rudy, you came in a little late. Go ahead. How important? For me, it's the Margaret Thatcher that Italy never got. Italy uh, has been in need for 30 years of a uh, readjustment, conservative readjustment, so that it lives within its means or attempts to do so and begins to introduce, you know, modern 
practices of accountability. And that's really what this is all about, uh, to rein it in and to have it become a responsible government. And these are the people that can do it. And they've come close before. Uh, they, they've attempted it before. They've never been able to do it. But I'm, I'm convinced that they will do it. And that would be a great example for the rest of Europe. I mean, Italy is one of the difficult countries, not maybe not quite as difficult as Greece. But if you can get Italy to start becoming accountable, I think you could see a major change in, in, uh, in Western Europe. Uh, it, uh, Rudy, here's what I want to do. There's such a special story that you're, you want to tell about the Queen. I want to wait until Monday uh, until sure. we get the Monday sure. audience. And I, because it is a, you know, very few people have ever met her. Very, very few Americans have ever met her in anything more than just a curtsy and a, and a thank you at a reception. You actually got to know her and uh, she bestowed a great honor on you. Uh, so, Rudy, I want to uh, thank you. By the way, Rudy, we're also going to be on, and you'll be one of our first guests on the Bannon's War Room Rome uh, pop-up that we're doing because people, you're revered in Italy, uh, and people uh, respect your judgment, and you're absolutely correct. Italy's never had that moment of a serious, someone with gravitas, and particularly a Margaret Thatcher type, and that's what Maloney, and it's amazing because she's also being crushed by the mainstream media, not just in Italy, but also in Europe. Uh, her rise is something that is, it, it is a lesson for folks in the United States. It's not about money. It's about message. It's about grit. It's about determination. It's about never wavering. She is as tough as boot leather. I've known her for a number of oh, years. Oh, she, she I, has I, never, I know her. There's, you I, know I, I, can tell you I mean, she never backs off. I can tell you that from, from talking to her personally. And as you know, Steve, when this starts one place, it starts to spread elsewhere like Brexit in 2016, which I think we all felt was a harbinger of what was going to happen in America. Uh, these movements can become worldwide when they when they get started. Uh, absolutely. Rudy, how do people get to your podcast? Because the stuff you're covering today is more important than ever. How do you get to your podcast, your radio show, your writings? All Rudy Giuliani CS.com is my podcast. And I'm on uh, wabcradio.com tomorrow between three and four. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna pre-broadcast it today so that I can be at the ceremony tomorrow. But we'll be talking about September. Uh, Dr. Ryan and I will be talking about September 11, and even some of the scurrilous attacks they're making against me now about September. I mean, the, the, the left wing won't stop. They're now attacking they me stop. over September 11. Now, which is very they, hard they, to believe. They, 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 they have to. You're an icon. So the show nothing tomorrow morning. in 20 years about September 11. There's nothing to attack me about. On on, on WABC tomorrow, you're going to do a live show? Or is it going to be? And it's obviously going to be about September 11. Is, is tomorrow? Um, I'm going to be on live also. But my regular show is going to be taped. But then I'm going to make live appearances uh, during, during the uh, explaining what happened at various times. So that people can relive it a bit with people who were with me. And, you know, uh, Bernie and I uh, spent a, a half hour with George, uh, George Fedeck thinking we were dead. And we'll, we'll kind of, George and I will talk about that. Mayor Giuliani, the greatest mayor in the history of New York and one of the greatest mayors in the history of the country. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on Great here. service to this country, Steve. God bless you. You've got, you're, you're an example for me, Steve. In a no, lot of ways, no, no, you get no, what no. I mean. I think you know what I mean. 
You're my mentor. You're my mentor. Rudy, thank you so much. And I'm glad we got your booking agent right. I'm glad Dr. Ryan helped us get your bookings correct. So thank you very much for joining us, sir. Ben Harnwell, uh, before we let you go, one more time, when, how can people find the, uh, you're going to be up on Getter. We're going to be putting up on, on War Room. Uh, we're going to launch big on this. It's going to be in Italian, except when Rudy and myself and others are going to be on there. And here's the reason. The purpose is we're going to do a summary so that people in the United States know what's going on. We're covering this race very closely. But this is most importantly for the, this is for the deplorables of Italy. This is for the uh, working class and middle class in Italy that want to change Ben Harnwell. Steve, uh, um, Mayor Giuliani was absolutely correct what he said about the Italian people. It's difficult to think of a people in Europe that have been so perpetually shafted by their political elites than the Italians. This is one of the great countries of, of history. And the plight of Italians, the desperation, the lack of work, the constant enrichment of the political class, the in-your-face enrichment of the political class, the manipulation, the political manipulation of the judiciary. These are ingrained issues in Italy. Um, and for more details, at Harnwell on Getty. Yeah. Perfect. Ben Harnwell, thank you so much. Thank you. Take your Saturday to join us. Okay. Short commercial break. Uh, Naomi Wolf was shut down by a PR newswire. I've got to get that story in here because of her information. They're trying to shut her down everywhere. Why? Because the information is so vital. Also have Christine Caramo, Mark Fincham. We're running hot all the way through the tape. Where? In the war room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, if you want to fight against the um, uh, the administrative state and the World Economic Forum and kind of this globalist apparatus, which is in your grill every day as we report throughout the world, uh, then you got to really understand it. This weekend coming up on the 16th, 17th in uh, Phoenix is going to be a huge conference on the Great Reset, put in by Turning Point USA. Go to tpusa.com right now to get tickets. I'll be a keynote speaker, but there's going to be some of the biggest hitters in this whole concept of the uh, administrative state, the World Economic Forum, the Party of Davos, all of it, Charlie Kirk and the great team at Turning Point are going to be hosting. Jack Basobic is going to be there. I'll be the keynote on Friday. We're going to be doing the War Room and a lot of special activities there. So go there today. Also, Alex Jones written a credible book, The Great Reset and the War for the World from uh, Skyhorse Publishing. Go to Amazon right now. I think the book got up to number seven the other day after we did a, a show on it. This book is incredible. Gives you a good framework uh, to go uh, to understand everything. Remember, this fight is not just the United States. The United States is the key battleground, but it's a, uh, it's a global fight. I want to go now to Peter uh, McElveney in, in London. Tell us about the, the ascension was today. So uh, Charles III is the official king of england uh what happened today and what should people look forward to over the weekend sir he is the official king he was the official king on the death of the queen that's from 1701 act of settlement but you need to do paperwork you need to sign some forms you need to tick the boxes and basically that was today the meeting of the accession council which is made up of privy council which hold on, are hold on, advisors hold on, hold on, hold on. the privy council and there's like 700 what do you mean he's got to sign some documents he's got to go in and like signs with the register i saw him in front of the big book he's actually got to sign him the king i mean they have yep. a log they have a log that's like a chain of title i could go back yep. and look all the way back to alfred 
Dude, I love it. But look, I love it. We, I saw we, him signing. Keep... I said, this guy's not signing in. He's not signing the watch log that I'm on watch now. After the ascension, that's what he was signing. He's actually got to sign in and sign some documents. And he has to agree to all different statements of his links with the Church of Scotland, Church of England, a whole range. So statements are read out. He agrees or assents to each of those. Um, uh, the accession council never been seen before. Remember that Queen Elizabeth, 1953, you didn't have cameras filming that. So that was the first time the public had seen such an event. Um, and that's what was interesting. 10 a.m. this morning and then 11 a.m. the trumpeter sounded and a declaration, a statement, a proclamation was read out that the new sovereign and who he is. And traditionally, that would have been how the public knew about it. Obviously, with 24-hour news media, it's all very different now. But we still have the same process, the same rules, regulations, pomp, ceremony. It still exists even in these times. And then today, later on, King Charles will meet the Prime Minister, Liz Truss, and will also meet with the Cabinet. I don't know whether that will be televised. Probably pictures will come out, but he will meet with them for the first time. And it, it's just part of the ceremony. It, nothing changes at that point. The government don't change. He just sits with them and spends some time with them. And today you saw ex-Prime Ministers, David Cameron, you saw Theresa May, Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, and of course Boris Johnson, all standing, just observing the King coming out, signing the documents with Prince William, his son, with Camilla, his wife, and then he went into the back office, and that was the moment that the paperwork was done, and he became the, the king of the United the Kingdom. Back office for the, the firm. <laughs> the firm has the back. The firm has the back office. <laughs> By the way, you got to understand. Half of my audience right now is like throwing stuff at the TV, but so they have different thoughts about this. Um, real quickly, before between now and the time, I know you're going to be up on Getter nonstop as we are, but between now, now and the time you join us back on Monday at ten o'clock. What's the, what's the order of battle? What actually happens? So uh, something's happened in Scotland. She will be basically laid in state in Scotland for a day. Then on Tuesday, it seems though she's flown down. All the initial preparation was for the royal train to come down. It seems for whatever reason, I shall be flown down. She'll come down and then on that'll be on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. She will lie in state for four yeah. days. The public can go past, same as the Queen Mother, two thousand and two, same process. So she'll be, uh, so everybody will be. By the way, they'll make a huge mistake if they don't take the royal train and let the whole country see it. This is, I'm just giving. I, I'm giving. I know the you want the train. I know. I'm give, I'm a populist because I want I want the little guy out in the countryside to see their queen. Right? You can't just make it to the big cities. But anyway, Peter had a great job at Hearts of Oak. Uh, we got some announcements we're going to be doing with you guys too. Uh, uh, how do people get to you? How do they follow you? So at Hearts of Oak on Getter, uh, we're in Truth Social, we're on uh, Rumble, we're on Gab, on everything else. But on Getter, you can find all the videos. And tonight at three o'clock, your time, uh, we'll do a show on Hearts of Oak, just looking at these events. We normally do a news program Saturdays, but we'll just focus on this, which is the news story of the week, really. So that's 3 p.m. Okay, Eastern time if tonight. You, if, you, if you want to get it and not on a left-wing uh, mainstream media perspective, 3 p.m., at Getter at Hearts of Oak. Make sure you check it out. I'll be watching. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Great Steve. Work. I want to go now. Christine Caramo is down at the uh, Florida Election Integrity Summit. Real America's Voice got a great team down there. Christina, tell us uh, right now, what do you need to do in Michigan to win this? This is a vital state. It's, it's, it, 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 it is 
absolutely central to turning this country around. What does Christine Caramo right now need? What does she need to make sure that she wins? Because of all the demons running, the Secretary of State in uh, in um, in in uh, Michigan may be, I think, close to the worst. So how do we defeat her? We have to defeat her by people, irrespective of political affiliation, realizing that this woman is an absolute threat to our republic based on her actions. She was one of the architects behind the Zuck Bucks going into Democratic cities and other Republican cities, putting in these drop boxes. Also with the surveillance footage of illegal ballot mulling operations. And then the Michigan Department of State puts out a statement claiming that these people were following the law. She's gaslighting the public. And so we need members of the public, irrespective of political affiliation, to understand that corruption in our election system is a national security threat. So one of the things we obviously need is campaign contributions. I mean, the, the coordinated effort to keep this woman in office by even some people claiming to be Republicans is absolutely astounding. And what's happening at this event to me that is so powerful, is you see grassroots Democrats grassroots Republicans teaming up to save this country. That's what's going on because people have come to the conclusion that there's one big uniparty and we ain't in it. And I said ain't on purpose. That's what's going on in our state and what's happening in our country. And people are starting to wake up. You know, Steve, in our campaign, we had an event at a, in a Detroit area, in Detroit, not Detroit area. We had an event in Detroit and a bunch of disgruntled Democrats showed up angry because we were there. But guess who also was there? Happy we were there. Democrats as well. See, there's a divide in this country where people are starting to realize if you have a political cartel in operation who argue in front of each us and then get behind closed doors and are in cahoots together. And people are starting to realize that. So it's so important that people who understand that support this candidacy so we can have fair elections. Irrespective of political affiliation, we cannot have a republic that survives if we do not have secure elections. So I need all the help I can get. Christina, here's what I don't understand. Every time I've seen you on or, and we follow your campaign closely, you come in with details. You talk about the process of how you're going to change the state around and make it fair for everybody. You, you don't really come at this as a partisan. And, you know, I've noticed other female black politicians around the country are Democrats. Nobody ever attacks, right? They feel it's open season on you. Is it open? You are attacked viciously. I think more than any candidate in the country. Mm -hmm. Is it because you're a Christian and, and a lift and you are, uh, you are upfront about your lived Christianity, number one. Number two, you're female. Number three, you're black. Is that the mainstream media and the racist left media, that they think that makes you an open target, ma'am? You know, to your point, Steve, that's so interesting. I, I think they hate me with a passion because one of the things I'm doing is disrupting the narrative. I'm disrupting two narratives. I'm disrupting the narrative that the MAGA movement is somehow bigoted, which is absolutely false. The MAGA movement is the most unifying political movement in American history, and it is the most unifying political movement that is an absolute threat to the political cartel seeking to destroy our state and nation. And the fact that you have a black woman who does not compromise with conservative principles but is able to bring Democrats over to the side, that terrorizes them because they need the Hegelian dialectic to, th to thrive and flourish in order to keep the people of America oppressed. And if you Google my name, they're spreading vicious lies spread by my ex-husband. They're spreading all types of vicious lies about me. They have not written a positive article about me because these people hate me because I am an absolute threat to their movement. And it isn't just me. It's lots of us, but I just happen to be one of many. And so absolutely, you know, the way the media loves to portray that we need to elevate black voices and look how they treat this black voice. They spread lies about me, spread by a, a hostile 
X. So, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. We're just going to keep fighting. We're going to keep winning. And we're going to take back this state. We're going to take back this country for everyone, irrespective of political affiliation. So we can fight about the other issues we don't agree on. That's fair. However, when it comes to fair elections, which is a matter of national survival, it's the only way we, the people, exercise control over our government. That, irrespective of political affiliation, we all agree on. And we're already taking our country back. And this event here, where grassroots Democrats, grassroots Republicans are teaming up to clean up our election system. This is the evidence of what the MAGA movement is really about. It's a pro-America movement. And these people are terrified of it. And guess what? They need to be because we're going to stop them and we're going to take back our country for our children and grandchildren. Christina, how do people get to you on social media and how do they find out more about you and your campaign, ma'am? ChristinaCaramo.com, Christina with the K, Karamo with the K.com. Also, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all social media platforms, Christina Karamo. Please join me, follow me, spread the word, make a contribution if you can. These people are pouring money into my opponent's race because they're terrified of me getting in office and actually serving the people. Additionally, if you're in Michigan, make sure you vote, register people to vote as well. Let's take back our state. Christina Karamo, honored to have you on here, ma'am. Fight on for what you're that's patri- country god bless you thank you ma'am that's patriotism right there that's what made this country great is what's going to save this country let's i want to bring in naomi wolf we got uh, mark fincham's going to come naomi i had to get you on here because there's this massive scandal coming out now a federal judge i think has made a uh, fauci and all these people start to release emails about uh what there was an organized effort between big tech and the white house and the, and the biden regime to basically crush not dissenting voices just people trying to get out real information you and I've never seen this. I've been at this game a long time. You put out your organization put out a, a press release because you're named in all these things. They're they're trying to because you're like Christine Caramo. You, you're you break the narrative. They they got to destroy Naomi Wolf. She's an apostate, right? They got to destroy her, right? They got to destroy Christine Caramo. This is not about facts. They're not going to. They're never going to debate Naomi Wolf on facts about the vaccines or the mandates or anything. Never. They will never do that. Like they're never going to debate Christina Caramo about process and voter rolls. No, it's the politics of personal destruction because they've kind of said, hey, I, I got a different perspective here. I think you'll look at these facts. And this PR firm, uh, this PR Newswire, which is huge, EIN, cancels your press. Tell us what happened. You put out a press release from your thing and the, and the company canceled the account in perpetuity, ma'am? So scary. Um, Exactly. Uh, So EIN Newswire is indeed, I think, one of the two biggest newswires in the country, meaning that when you put out a press release, it goes to really every single news outlet um, and gets picked up by whoever wants to pick it up from Associated Press to little regional newspapers. It's a huge, big deal when it comes to free speech. And when my publicist, Ellen Canelli, um, uploaded a press release about just confirmed facts about the fact that uh, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt's lawsuit against the Biden administration um, for colluding with big tech uh, revealed that a tweet of mine was under discussion, not just by the CDC, which I had known about from America First Legal's lawsuit, but actually from this most recent lawsuit that showed the White House itself colluding Andy Slavitt discussing with big tech how to deal with misinformation online. And there was a tweet of mine, an accurate tweet, this notorious tweet now that got me deplatformed in which I predicted accurately that women should be aware that the mRNA vaccines cause menstrual damage, menstrual harm. Uh, EIN Newswire closed the account 
said, sorry, your account is canceled and do not create a new account. It will be a violation of terms of service. And they, they closed her account completely. Hold, hold it. I am not a feminist, right? I'm just a guy. I'm just a schmendrick. You're one of the renowned feminists. The whole thing, I want to make sure people don't miss what the content's about. The content is about Naomi Wolf, who has dedicated her life to this topic, warning women about this topic of what she's dedicated her life to. And that's what the, uh, the, the woke White House and the administration, the administrative state, and now the media apparatus, that's what they're saying is too radioactive. They can't have that out there. They can't, first of all, the time, they're sure they can't do it at the time, but they can't, they don't want that public record out there at all. They want to put this in the memory hole because it goes to the heart of what you've dedicated your life to that you're on and you nailed it at the time to warn people. And guess what? They weren't warned appropriately enough because they were shutting you down and deplatforming you everywhere. And they understand they have a problem. And the problem is you talk truth to power, and that's why they're going to have to play every game in the world to shut you down. Am I incorrect on that, Dr. Naomi Wolf? Well, I'm glad you're focusing on the content because as shocking as it is to be silenced yet again, this time by one of the main ways to communicate in this country, um, and, and especially shocking because it's such a matter of public interest and public health concern, and it's the White House, right? So it's EIN Newswire protecting the White House from people knowing something bad they did, which is part of an actual, you know, lawsuit by a state attorney general, right? It's so factual. Um, but what's really truly astonishing is that millions of women who who had this conversation suppressed, right, who were forbidden to get this information, apparently with the White House overseeing the suppression of this information, as well as the CDC, which we know about, they were hurt, right? They were hurt. They weren't allowed to hear an organic conversation in which women were sharing with each other, which is how women's health issues emerge into the light of day very often. There are these symptoms. People I know are having these symptoms. People are suffering. My daughter's suffering. My daughter-in-law is suffering. That was silenced. Uh, you know, my substack about this is shutting women up. And that was happening apparently from the level of the White House itself. And the effect of this, we are only now documenting, predictably though, millions of women are now suffering fertility problems and millions of women are suffering horrible menstrual, like dysregulation is not the word, damage I can't even describe, you know, on a daytime show that families watch. It's so horrific. So women were harmed, are harmed, and their fertility and the babies in the future of this country um, more and more evidence is showing uh, is likely to have been harmed by the White House suppressing um, illegally, unconstitutionally, First Amendment protected speech by citizens about a real public health threat that affects women. Uh, name, name. We got to bounce, but how do people between now and Monday when you come back? How do we? How do we support you in getting this word out? It's outrageous. They they did. So what are you doing? Uh, how, I, know, I want people to go to to Daily Cloud, all our volunteers, we have 3,500 already, but in doing the research, but how do people help you on this? Is there something you wanna put out that we can push out as a force multiplier besides your segment here? Thank you. Well, um, thank you so much. Uh, your, your, your platform is more and more important as other lights go out in United States of America in terms of media and communications. Please do share the press release that got silenced and censored by EIN. Newswire. Um, people can come to dailycloud.io. But I guess what I would say in closing is that, you know, I've been warning for months that we're entering a very frightening time. 
And I know that you don't like to complain, Mr. Bannon, but it's scary to see people being persecuted in unusual ways in this country. It's scary to see people it's, it's, in handcuffs or in leg irons. And it's scary that, hey, to be it's, by the White House. It's not scary. It's not, it's not scary. It's empowering. Trust the process. Okay, it's, it's empowering. It's empowering what they say, you know, they, I think it was Mao once said, a revolutionary, a revolution's not a dinner party. And Naomi, you fought and they've tried to destroy you personally, your reputation, your company, your finances. And you're one of many. The reason is you're a leader. You called this out to protect women and children two years ago. And ever since you did that, they've tried to destroy you. And our job here at the Worm is very simple to provide a platform, whether it's Christine Caramo or Mark Fincham or Naomi Wolf. I don't care about your ethnicity. I don't care about your gender. I don't care about your your uh, your political affiliation. This is about truth to power. Uh, Naomi Wolf and, and Maloney's guys are all Democrats, right? They're right now in Florida, that that conference you see down there, that conference has got Democrats and independents. This is a populist uprising of people said, I've had a belly full of this and I'm not going to allow whether it's medical tyranny or invasion of the southern border or destruction of our economy or all this madness is going on with our kids right now uh, in schools and in hospitals. We're not going to tolerate it anymore. This is not the United States. It was bequeathed to us. Right. This is not the United States bequeathed us. That two political parties had a lot of differences. That's not what this is about. This is totally different. And the apparatus is going to strike at. You've seen it. You see what they do at the White House. They were out to destroy you. Right. And not just silence you, destroy you. It's very different. So, no, I, the, Thursday was one of the greatest days of my life. Very clarifying. OK, they I, like I said, John Paul Jones, my hero. We have not yet begun to fight. And they have And people say, I'm praying for you, Steve. Pray for enemies and pray for them. And they're looking at abyss in hell where we're going to kick them that they don't pray for them. That they don't go to the ninth circle. That's what we got to pray for. Naomi Wolf, how did they get to your site right now, ma'am? Thank you. So come to dailyclout.io. And I think um, Ms. Caramo said it really movingly. This is a grassroots movement. Doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right. Those labels are meaningless. Um, you know, definitely support us at Daily Cloud, but we need to support each other because it's only a grassroots movement to protect the Constitution that will get our country back. Thank you. If you see something that's trying to destroy Christina Caramo and Naomi Wolf at the same time, just think about it. Just think about that. Think that through. That's what we're up against. Naomi Wolf, honored to have you on here. Thank you. Let's go. We got, we got Mark. Let's go back to Florida. We got Mark Fincham. I want to finish with Carolyn Ryan. Mark Fincham, you've been one of the leaders of this. Tell us, I want to make sure everybody understands that this is all about winning now elections and closing. What do people have to do in these next 59 days, Fincham? What's the call to action? The call to action is be involved. Um, we've everything from making donations to your candidates, whoever that candidate might be. My good friend, Christina Caromo, uh, Jim Marchant, they both need can campaign contributions. I'm going to need campaign contributions. They, the Soros crew is going to roll in here with two and a half million dollars into Arizona. I'm sure that they're going to be doing that. They're going to be spreading cash all over the country, Steve. The, the next thing we have to have, and here's one of the things. I'm glad you called out the fact that there's Democrats and Republicans at this event. We just listened to a panel of all Democrats, save for one, talking about how they have observed stolen elections. Hey, Guardian, New York Times, WAPO, are you listening? The people, as you have said, Steve, they've had a gutful. And the people who are here now, they're pretty riled up. So involvement? investment and you get out knocking on doors the people that are here are going to have to get in i want to go back to that point i want to go back to that point 
it's not acceptable for Republicans sure. to steal elections. What we're talking about to have the integrity Absolutely. of this constitutional republic. Hey, if you win, you win. Okay, if you win, you win. But that's why I'm so glad Democrats are down there. I'm so impressed that you guys have pulled this off today. Fincham, how do people get to your campaign, particularly to volunteer? Arizona is absolutely central. We just had Blake Masters on. He's he's uh, in a dead heat. Carrie Lake is up, and yeah. Hobbs is running away from her. He, she won't even debate her. Fincham's at the tip of the spear. How do they get to your campaign? <laughs> what do you need volunteers to do, sir? Yeah, gear, Arizona is ground zero for this. If they go to votefincham.com, that's V-O-T-E-F-I-N-C-H-E like Edward, M like Mark.com, you can click on the donate button or you can click on the contact button, put your name, phone number, email address, and in the, in the text space, just say, I want to help. We can have people making phone calls to independents. The focus is going to be on independents in the days to come. Many Republicans already get the message. In fact, we've even got soft Democrats that have said enough is enough. So if they go to votefincham.com, click on contact, they can volunteer to make phone calls, walk neighborhoods and knock on doors, stuff envelopes. There's all kinds of work that we've got to do ramping up over the next 45 days. Mark Fincham down in Florida at the election, Florida Election Integrity. Thank you very much. Look forward to having you on the show early next week from Arizona. Fincham, we're also going to have some other announcements on Fincham. We're going to try to uh, reboot there and get uh, Carolyn uh, Ryan on before Real America's Voice coverage of this amazing event in Florida. And remember, they just had a panel of Democrats, Democrats saying, hey, elections are stolen. Here's what we need to do. And this is why uh, people of goodwill, independents and Democrats join MAGA and say, look, enough is enough. What this is about is about free and fair elections. We have Carolyn Ryan. Let's go to Carolyn Ryan, Real America's Voice, as she booted up. Carolyn, uh, right now, tell us about the coverage. Where is it going to go with you and Real America's Voice throughout the rest of the day? Hey there. So we just broke for lunch. After lunch, there's going to be the Secretary of State panel, and that's where we're going to see America First uh, Secretary of State candidates from across the country talk about what they're seeing and experiencing in their states. Uh, several of those are Trump-endorsed, uh, who you spoke with during your show uh, today. And then after that, we're going to have a tech panel who's going to talk about the machines. And we're also going to have, perhaps most importantly, Steve, a solutions panel for what people can do. I know you're all about action, action, action. People here have their notebooks. They have their pads, their pens, their papers. They're ready. They're fired up. There was some really explosive stuff that we just heard from some Democrats in there, a few standing ovations. So people are really excited at the end wow. of the day, Steve. What we are hearing <laughs> out of this forum here today is that it's, it is, this, this is bipartisan. How do they follow your coverage? Where do they go? Yeah, you could go to at uh, Carolyn Ryan TV, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Getter, uh, True Social. I'm on all of those at Carolyn Ryan TV. And stick on Real America's Voice. We'll be back Monday at 10 a.m. I'll be up on Getter all weekend, maybe even do a couple of three lives. Just stick around with us. It's on fire. 59 days to go to liberation.
个 CCP， 还能让我们远离恐惧。Take down CCP。War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. 
Go there, do it today, check it out.